What? Just fucking say it, why? You fight with everyone you work with. Fucking everyone. It's like you can't help it. You know, and then once you start fighting, it becomes more about the fight than it does the work. A concept that has helped me see myself better in relation to my human community is the common denominator. If problems and conflicts continue to pop up throughout your life, seek out what the common denominator is in those similar situations. Perhaps it's you. Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie. Oh yeah, that's me. Hello, thank you for finding me. Thank you for finding the show, the Conservative Hippie Podcast. It's all about you and me. Remember back when we could call ourselves fiscally conservative and socially liberal? And that meant you were some sort of common sense individual unaffected by the polls of the right and the left. Well, I'm here to tell you it's still alive. It's just a state of mind. All right, I've got two show clips uh, from this past week that I want to talk about, and then we're going to get right into the show topic today. Thank you once again for joining me. As I say, as I wish the athletes well, I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety if they do. Wait, wait, wait. What was that? What was that from the Speaker of the House of the United States House of Representatives in the United States of America? One of our top political leaders that represent you, I, we, the people. She said again, I wish the athletes well. I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety if they do. Essentially, the Speaker of the House just levied a threat against American athletes. She just censored American athletes. Now, there's a lot of different ways that you could interpret that, and there's ways that she could have said it better, of course. But in that position as our leader, she needs to provide a backbone of support for athletes there. Then maybe after providing a backbone of support, maybe saying, of course, these are American citizens representing our country, and they should not be touched, uh, discriminated against, um, censored in any way. And they, of course, will operate with uh, common sense responsibility when of being a visitor in the Chinese country. Okay, that's a very different way of saying it than, I wish the athletes well. I do not encourage them to speak out against the Chinese government there because I fear for their safety if they do. That's essentially delivering the censorship message for the CCP through the office of the Speaker of the House. Uh, It was fairly disgusting. Next clip, let's uh, see something else that happened this week. Probably Trump's best moment during his 
Texas rally was where he basically laid out for everyone the corruption that exists around this nonstop get Trump effort by Democratic operatives. And you want to hear one just to get off this subject, but you want to hear one? I just said, I got to put this down because it's so crazy. So just listen to this to top it all off about how crooked the DA's office in New York is. They couldn't get anything on me after years. So Hillary Clinton's law firm, Paul Weiss, Rifkin, Wharton and Garrison, a big and powerfully connected Democrat firm in New York, run by, listen to this one, Chuck Schumer's brother, sent one of their biggest partners, Mark Pomerantz, partner of the firm, who took a leave of absence from the law firm and two of their best younger lawyers to the district attorney's office to work there full time for free. How the hell do you like that? I got Hillary Clinton's law firm trying to prosecute me. This is the most corrupt system. So I've got the firm. Maybe they will uh, tap some contacts, some high-level contacts at the FBI and uh, plant some evidence, maybe contacts uh, within some journalistic sources that are close to them, maybe give them the evidence, and then point the FBI to the journalistic sources for confirmation. Oh, wait, they can't run that game again, can they? Where's Durham? Durham, uh, Durham is coming. We are going to do a show on Durham. I've uh, put a request for interview with um, the enigmatic and elusive Technofog um, from Twitter. Uh, probably some of the best commentary and analysis over the last five years on Spygate that was Russiagate um, until, it was, uh, until it was found out. And uh, if he does not, he, she does not come on the show, I'm going to uh, do some analysis on some of their most recent articles. But now let's get to the main topic of this particular show. Hey, have you ever thought about a vaporizer to consume your dry herb? It's the least damaging way to enjoy your flower. A vaporizer takes 99% of the carcinogens out of the smoking process. And I know the perfect vaporizer just for you. Smoke and Jays developed the perfect vaporizer over years of trial and effort. Click on the link in the show notes. It will take you to the smokeandjays.com perfect vaporizer page and a 15% discount will automatically be applied to your purchase. It's palm-sized for portability, and it has three different temperature settings to customize your vaporization experience. It truly is the perfect vaporizer. Oh, yeah. This show is completely self-funded. If you want to give to the show, you can uh, click on the show notes. Um, I've got some cryptocurrency links there. Or 
always, you can just shop at SmokinJays.com and use coupon code HIPPIE for 15% off. All right, now, the main topic, the meat of this show, what I wanted to talk about is within truther communities, within a lot of the uh, strings of theory that I follow trying to make sense of this world, trying to see how we um, went from making America great again to this constant battle to get Trump, who is really standing in the way of them getting us. Since he's been out of the way now, and we can see their plans clearly, this globalist plan um, they've just unleashed upon the world, a lot of people keep going back to Trump executive orders to try to figure out a way in their head, possibly find some hope, grasp on some hopium, that he's going to come back sooner than 2024. One of the main threads lately that has come up is Executive Order 13848. That is, imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in United States election. So I thought, I keep hearing this come up. I keep hearing this as a potential um, way uh, for possible decertification, possible military intervention within the Joe Biden administration. So I thought I would take a look at it, kind of dissect it a little bit, try to take a common sense approach to what this executive order was and what it has in it. I remember following this executive order very closely um, after the election, uh, in between the election and inauguration, because there's a report that's supposed to come from this executive order um, that a lot of a lot of people at that time they stuck their hopium on that particular report, uh, laying out all of the corruption and election misdeeds, fraud, if you will, and that didn't happen. So let's let's take another look now that people are bringing this executive order up again. Let's take a look, a little closer look, common sense approach, what this executive order is and what it could be. All right, let's start off by reading the synopsis of the executive order. Again, 13848, imposing certain sanctions in the event of foreign interference in a United States election. This was written on September 12th. 2018, by the authority vested in me as president by the Constitution and the laws of the United States of America, including the International Emergency Economic Powers Act, the National Emergencies Act, and of the Immigration and Nationality Act of 1952, and Section 301 of Title III United States Code, I, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States of America, find that the ability of persons located in whole or in substantial part outside the United States to interfere in or undermine public confidence in United States elections, including through the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation constitutes an unusual and extraordinary threat to the national security and foreign policy of the United States. Although there has been no evidence of a foreign power altering the outcome or vote tabulation in any United States election, 
foreign powers have historically sought to exploit America's free and open political system. In recent years, the (laughs) proliferation of digital devices and Internet-based communications has created significant vulnerabilities and magnified the scope and intensity of the threat of foreign interference. As illustrated in the 2017 Intelligence Community Assessment, I hereby declare a national emergency to deal with this threat. Okay, so I'm going to grab a a sip of water. That's the synopsis. We've taken that in. Now let's dive a little bit deeper because there's a lot to go through. This is John Devon, The Foundation. I want to encourage you to spread the love and share the conservative hippie podcast. We are building this community one person at a time. Okay, so the executive order, there's one sentence and one particular phrase with within the sentence that I think wraps up the intent, and that is the unauthorized accessing of election and campaign infrastructure or the covert distribution of propaganda and disinformation. So those are the tacts that they are taking to try to um, safeguard and protect election integrity in the future. Again, this was written on September 12, 2018. All right, so in this executive order, there are a couple important uh, steps and procedures that are created. The first of which is a report that is supposed to be submitted by the DNI, that is the Director of National Intelligence, 45 days after the election. So that's where we need to start. Let's, let's, let's find it. What was the DNI report that was submitted 45 days after the 2020 election? And just a reminder, all links, all documents will be in the show notes at theconservativehippie.com. And I just want to make it clear why we're looking at these documents a year later. Uh, Some people still claim uh, that there are actions going on behind the scenes based on this executive order that, uh, you know, for example, Biden isn't the real president. Trump is the real president. And things are going on behind the scenes. They're exposing all of these corrupt actors in some grand master plan. Well, when you look at the DNI assessment um, that was that was given uh, what 45 days after the election uh, in accordance with this executive order, it it can't be more clear. It does say uh, that this is a declassified version of a classified report. The analytic judgments outlined here are identical to those in the classified version. But this declassified document does not include the full supporting information and does not discuss specific intelligence reports, sources, or methods. So it clearly states right there that the analytical judgments outlined here are identical to those in the classified report. And there are a lot of judgments in here that would be counter to 
people in the Trump orbit and what they've claimed happened in the election, at least in terms of foreign influence. And that's important to remember. Um, This report isn't talking about um, election meddling or cheating or fraud. It's talking about uh, an overt uh, effort to change the election by foreign actors. And uh, clearly says here, uh, key judgment number one, we have no indication that any foreign actor attempted to alter any technical aspect of the voting process in the 2020 U.S. elections, including voter registration, casting ballots, vote tabulation, or reporting results. Key judgment number two, we assess that Russian President Putin authorized and a range of Russian government organizations conducted influence operations aimed at denigrating President Biden's candidacy and the Democratic Party, supporting former President Trump, undermining public confidence in the electoral process, and exacerbating sociopolitical divisions in the U.S. Key judgment number three, we assess that Iran carried out multiple-pronged covert influence campaign intended to undercut former President Trump's re-election prospects through, without directly promoting his rivals. Oh, excuse me, though, without directly promoting his rivals. Undermine public confidence in the electoral process and U.S. institutions, and sow division and exacerbate societal tensions in the U.S. Key judgment number four. We assess that China did not deploy interference efforts and considered, but did not deploy influence efforts intended to change the outcome of the U.S. presidential election. So they specifically take the time to point out that China did not do anything that we think or thought that they may have. Key judgment number five, we assess that a range of additional foreign actors, including Lebanese Hezbollah, Cuba, and Venezuela, took some steps to attempt to influence the election. So it's a very interesting report. Again, it's linked It's linked at the show notes, theconservativehippie.com. Um, I would encourage you to read it. Some people, when they go down the rabbit hole, would say, well, this is unclassified versus classified. But at the same time, you have to take the information as it comes. And this is a document that was derived from the executive order put in place by Donald Trump. His administration, his DNI, uh, gave this uh, 45 days later. And it clearly says that there was no overt foreign um, acts to disrupt the election. So this comes in a week where Trump has been proven right once again, uh, where he says, we caught them, we caught them all trying to interfere with his election in 2016. And he's being vindicated right now as uh, aspects of the Durham investigation are coming to light. Things that a lot of us knew years ago are now starting to gain some sort of traction within a court of law through indictments, um, through the progress of Durham's investigation. Well, don't forget, Trump also says that we caught them when it comes to the 2020 election. What I don't think is the case is this 
grand theory based upon Trump's executive orders that there is some sweeping um, white hat military organization that is working behind the scenes to expose all the corruption. We have to avoid those kinds of rabbit holes because they are um, fantastic in some ways. They, they require leaps of faith, whereas all the information is right there in front of you. We are in charge. We have to take our country back, we the people. We have to get involved at our local levels, from our neighborhood to our city to our county to our state to our country. We have to get involved, volunteer for service within our communities to take this back. Clearly the corruption has whittled its way all the way down to our local uh, governments, and it's now time that we have to volunteer our service and take our voice back for our government. There are no hidden white hat military organizations that are going to take care of it for us. And some would say that that's a psychological operation to um, instill complacency uh, to those who are investigating. You know, another way of, oh, somebody looks into this, clearly they see the corruption that's going on, but don't worry, white, white hat's got this, you just sit back and, and watch, enjoy the show. Whereas the actual impetus that is needed at this point in time is for you to get up off the couch, get up off the keyboard, and do things in your local community. Volunteer your services. You will find a job uh, if you just stand up and make yourself accountable. Because I don't believe any of the truth comes out until we, the people, stand up and start taking over our government institutions, getting good, real, moral uh, people with high integrity uh, back serving their country within the bureaucracy. Instead of running for office, right, as if it's a career, we need more people standing up to serve, to volunteer. That's what we need right now. And we will expose everything that happened in 2020. It very well may be that it was not foreign actors, that it was all done internally. And I would love to have a debate or to talk with somebody about what that actually means, foreign actors. Um, I, it, did, it was not lost on me in that DNI report. It seemed to focus on state actors, and it didn't really talk about um, foundations. And uh, because it was so focused on foreigners, right, it didn't focus on uh, perhaps somebody with dual citizenship, oh, I don't know, like a George Soros type, or uh, American citizens like Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg, um, or even the influence of supposed allies uh, like the European Union um, and how they might have funneled uh, uh, monies towards corrupt actors. So I'm just trying to say, point this out for this particular show, that when you hear people talk about these executive orders and they've got the secret information, the secret sauce, you know, all you have to do is look it up for yourself, and it's, it's in black and white right there. Nothing can stop what's coming. Nothing can stop what's coming is us volunteering, 
taking our voice back and representing ourselves within the bureaucratic class, no longer allowing others to come in and take our voice away from us uh, through covert and corrupt means. Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokeAndJays.com. Everything for your smoke and lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.